What's up, guys, gals, and pals? I'm Katie. I'm Nicole. And this is Double Wave Yellows and F1 Podcast. And this week we are discussing Formula One conspiracy theories throughout the years. Yeah, conspiracy theories. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> um, we'll start out with news like we always do. It was kind it of a, a lot. slow week. Yeah, it was just a lot of aftermath Rumors. of news. Yeah. Like the budget cap stuff. Max mm-hmm. not talking to Sky Sports. Who Their cares? boycott is ending in Brazil. Is Their it? boycott ended in um, Vegas, basically. Oh, that's right. Che- che- Checo didn't care. Yeah. Um, cool. And a lot of Vegas stuff. The Vegas GP. Yeah. It's Did crazy. Did you see the video? So, like, they had a video of, like, the drone thing. I was going to talk about the, the drones. It formed the track, and I was like, it's a dang upside-down pig. It is a pig. Um, <laughs> the, dr- the drones were crazy. They yeah. just made a car. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I completely forgot about buying tickets. Mm-hmm, Not same. that I was probably going to. Because I'm going to go. So much. Because I have a hotel. Mm-hmm. But I'm not that worried about buying tickets. Mm-hmm. I am hoping to go. Yeah. We shall see. Not to get, I'm not getting tickets. I'm, that is too much. Yeah. I mean, if it was 500 for a grandstand. Yeah. I would consider it. That's palatable. Yeah. But, but 500, 500 for, for GA? general admission. <laughs> On a street track? Like where, where, where is general admission? Yeah. I don't know. So that's been interesting. Also, apparently, F1 said that the Las Vegas GP will rival the Super Bowl. My dad um, said, I don't know where he got the information. I don't know if it was from a pilot or from someone at the airport or whatever. Insider. What? Yeah. Um, At Austin, that there was more people like coming into the city for f1 than they did for the super bowl in texas yeah oh okay so like more people were going into austin than went to i think dallas well, a few years ago capacity is a lot bigger for True. one but it had how never many people fit big. in a stadium uh like 50 60k i know baseball stadiums <laughs> i don't know football stadiums yeah anyway Las Vegas is crazy. Kind of mm-hmm. here for it, kind of like calm down. Yeah. Um, Stoffel was announced. Stoffel Van Dorn, if anyone was didn't oh, know yes. who just Stoffel yes. was, uh, was announced as Aston Martin's reserve driver for 2023. And that was like big news for some reason. Well, I think because of the implications of it that Nico wasn't going to be. Yes. More. Because Nico was there, and now they have both Felipe and Stoffel. Stoffel there. So it's, like, definitely not Nico, which, like, makes people think the door is very open for Nico at Haas. I've seen rumors that he's going to be announced there on Thursday. If that happens, I'm throwing myself out the window with no hesitation. No. This window? You're going to come here and throw yourself out this window? Sure. So the people can see um there is kind of like our house isn't on concrete it's raised so it is you know a little tumble <laughs> um I mean I was thinking of like finding a 10-story building but <laughs> no 
first of all, I don't like any of it because I want Felipe to be the sole <laughs> reserve driver. Yeah. But regardless, also Felipe Dragovich cut his hair and it's actually a crime. I, yeah, I nope. It, like he has curls. Why did he cut them? It doesn't look bad. I just prefer no. the curls. Yes. Not that I feel is. like the curls could have been tamed a little bit. They could this have been too helped. much. It, sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it looks like a frizzy mess, but it's still mm-hmm. better deserves than this. to be there. Yes. Yeah. My initial reaction was just to call the police, but. <laughs> um, oh, so I've made a decision for Sebastian that he because he only has like two races left in Abu Dhabi he just needs to yeet everybody off the track and there's nothing can happen to him yeah just drive them off the track and then take the penalties but if you have like a 50 second penalty and there's nobody else on the track you're gonna win there's nothing to lose here Sebastian and then he gets a race ban but who cares who cares like the only reason that it would matter is if he do a spot start in japan then he would be like crap i can't do it because i have race man but i mean how likely is it that he's gonna do that probably not super likely so mm-hmm. just take them all out take the win abu dhabi please yeah also so christian horner <laughs> confirmed that red bull was committed to pursuing the uh, accusations made against the team in regards to the budget cap breach, remember when the there was like the rumors that Red Bull breached the cap, and they're yeah. like, mm, "We're gonna sue for defamation." Still looking into that. Why? Because he's trying to spin. It's an been confirmed. Yeah, he's like these dangerous leaks. <laughs> this dangerous Christian Horner. That's it. That's all I have. Yeah, not a ton of news, just lots of rumors and aftermath. Yeah. Unless something crazy is happening now, but I don't did, know about it. Did Pierre do something? I feel like he's been doing something. Who? Pierre? Um, I don't know. He's been a lot lately. Oh, he posted that picture of the grid girls. That was not oh yeah but I don't think they were even grid girls I think they were just girls on the grid yeah (laughs) he yeah oh I remember something um f1 like Stefano Domenicali I think it was Domenicali was like we'll now consider an 11th team but only (laughs) like ones that are like really focused on formula one or something it's like he's Uh shading andretti because he doesn't mention them at all and i don't know why because it seems like michael andretti really wants to be in formula one and he would really focus on it yeah and he's like we'll only let teams that will actually benefit formula one like financially and i Mm -hmm. for not for the life of me can't understand why an american team like a strong american team Mm -hmm. that's clearly american Mm -hmm. would not bring money money yeah what did he do? What did Michael Andretti do? Something, apparently. Uh, and the other thing was something you sent me today, I think, about oh. Red Bull hiring a financial <laughs> accountant. 
Yeah. They're hiring they're like a financial advisor or something like that. There was yeah. a listing for that job position yeah. and it was dated like nine days ago, which is <laughs> around the time that all of the budget cap stuff became revealed. So that made me chuckle. Yeah. So if you're a financial accountant or advisor or something, something about that. And you, you do something with money, Bull. you could work for Red Bull. Yeah. If you know what money is, <laughs> if you know how to get a tax rebate, <laughs> check it out. Yeah. Okay. Should we get into conspiracy theories? Sure. So we have five. Um, and two, I have three. Nicole has two. And I feel like two of mine are like kind of lame, but one of them is really intriguing. So I'm going to save that one for last. I'm going to start with the conspiracy theory that Nico Rosberg was forced to retire. So let's I'm, set this. Hmm? Hold on. I'm just realizing we should have done this in October. Oh, because it's There's like spooky? something spooky. About yeah. conspiracy. We're a little bit late. This is our belated Halloween episode. <laughs> uh, we're a week late. Oh, well. Who? Nico Rosberg. What? Retiring. Where? I don't know. When? 2016. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, the facts are at the 2016 FIA prize giving, where Nico was getting his, you know, world championship trophy, all that for the first time. Um, only time. Yes. Because at that place, at that time, he announced his retirement. And this was a shock because a, he was in his prime, had just won a world championship. B, he was contracted through 2018. And so people are like, what is going on? Um, he claimed that he wanted to spend more time with his family. Um, and there's a in few. Ibiza. Yes, <laughs> that was a little late. <laughs> um, he claimed... I'm saying claimed because I'm taking the side of it being false, that it's all conspiracy theory, you know, because that's fun. Mm -hmm. um, he claimed he wanted to spend more time with his family. And he also said that he started thinking about retiring in Japan in 2016. So like a month before the season ended-ish. So there's a few theories. One is that Mercedes paid him off to retire to improve team conditions because of the rivalry between him and Lewis, which like, I get it, but also that'd be a very drastic step yeah. to take. Also, if there's like one thing drivers want to do, it's drive. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't see that. And so essentially like the idea is that they were like, we'll pay him through the rest of his contract and we'll give him the championship so that he leaves. Another theory is Wait, that so is it a part of it that Lewis let him win or that Mercedes let Nico win? That Mercedes sabotaged Lewis's This oh, is okay. the next theory. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like a it's ever so slightly different. Basically, the next the other theory is that Mercedes struck a retirement deal with Nico and sabotaged Lewis's season, basically saying like we will make sure you get the championship. We will make sure Lewis doesn't and then you can go leave um and so people were thinking that in, at the sepang race lewis had an engine failure after he was comfortably leading the race until lap 41 that maybe that had something to do with it um 
also over the course of the 2016 season. I don't remember exactly when. Um, Nico and Hamilton, they swapped five of their mechanics, including Lewis's number one mechanic, to try and like prove to people that there was no favoritism. And I don't know, it was all kind of weird psychological games. And um, Lewis essentially said, like, when I write a book in 10 years, all will be revealed essentially. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I need that book because I want to know about this. I want to know all the Fernando stuff at McLaren. Like, I want to know it all. So please, Lewis, when you retire, I will be ready to buy that book. Yeah. But now Lewis is talking about Tom Brady. <laughs> so I don't think he's mm. going to be retiring anytime soon. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it. stupid. I want Fernando's book. Oh, yeah. That's I don't think another. He needs I just to want wait all the books. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know if Lewis books. would be great. I feel like once he retires, he's not going to be like, I'm going to tell everyone everything. He's going to be like, they're my secrets. I feel like it wouldn't be like immediately after. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be a ways down the road when he's like settled down and not really doing much. Because mm-hmm. I feel like once he retires, he's going to be like doing things in movies and music and fashion and all of his ventures and stuff. I feel like that'll be t- picking up a good chunk. But then once he just kind of like settles and slows all that down then I could see us getting some information. Mm-hmm. Who on the of the current grid do you see like the most likely to read a, write a book as soon as they retire? Because hmm. I have a number one and I want to know if it matches yours. The one that I want the most is Fernando. But given the fact that he's like retired. Kind of already retired. Didn't count. give us a book. So I'm like, no. Um, not necessarily that you want but who do you think will write it as soon as they retire so basically who wants the fame yeah Pierre and And he's got some he's probably got some red yeah it would be one-sided yeah I still want it yeah I want any of these guys to help I I would read any of them Mm mm-hmm I think Charles's would be kind of boring. I think it would be sad. Oh, if it was Ferrari related, boring. If it was like life Mm -hmm. story, yeah, super sad. Yeah. Pierce would also be sad and tea. Yeah. (laughs) We shift. (laughs) It would be like part one, tragedy. Part two, all the tea and all of me being really annoying right now. I feel like Esteban could also do it, but no one would read it. Yeah. Like, I don't think I, I would think I said that I would buy any of their books, but I don't know if I would buy an Esteban one. I want the Pierre Esteban tea, but I'll wait for Pierre's version. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Did you see? Was it you? Someone told me that they heard that Pierre's family and Esteban's family have to alternate like weekends that they're there next season. What? Which doesn't feel true at all. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds a little ridiculous. I guess we'll find out. Where that rumor came from. Yeah. That would be wild. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe it's just a space issue. <laughs> yeah. They don't have enough space for them. Yeah. That many French people. Too many French people. Okay. Continue. Um, that's pretty much it. What do you think? 
Oh, do you think? I don't. I don't. <sighs> yeah, the retirement thing was wild. I feel like it was mostly probably just the mental. I did anguish. what I came here to do. He's like and finally. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, that's um, kind of essentially what he said. He was like, "My goal was to win, be a world champion. I'm a world champion. I'm good." Yeah, but I think he's also kind of saying, sort of inadvertently, I can't do it again. Mm-hmm. Not against Lewis. Yeah, so he's like, might as well. So, but did was it was it sabotage? Did they sabotage Lewis so that he would get his championship? When did when did the Brosades like era start? When they started hating each other? Was it twenty fourteen? don't know or 20 that's a question for megan yeah she would know yeah because if i kind of i thought i was under the impression that it was 2016 but it might have come before that it must have come before that yeah yeah i think that was like the peak of it though oh for sure (laughs) (laughs) lewis the end when nico won being like well i had more dnf so yeah including a a suspicious engine failure okay should i jump into yeah okay i don't know if anyone like newer fans they probably know this right ferrari 2019 people Mm -hmm. think that engine was illegal Mm -hmm. most okay specifically the engine after the summer break Mm-hmm. because so when ferrari came back after the summer break they were incredibly fast specifically on the straights mm-hmm. Ooh, what i wouldn't give um bring it back but <laughs> but legally yeah eh, just <laughs> hide it better i don't know so they were really fast and their rivals were like what's up with that you know christian horner toto wolf mm-hmm. and I don't think they actually launched an official appeal, but the FIA started looking into it. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple of technical directives announced. Um, and then in February, nothing happened to Ferrari in 2019 in that season. I mean, they lost the championship. Yeah. <laughs> there was some teammate turmoil. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is why I don't like Sebastian Vettel, if anyone cares. I don't, it's not that I don't like him. He's just not my fave. Mm-hmm. I don't have the same adoration that everyone else does. Mm-hmm because because of was it singapore singapore and sochi not great mm-hmm. um so in the off season the fia started looking into ferrari's pu and right after like at the beginning of the next season during testing i think testing had just started in barcelona the fia announced that they had looked into ferrari's stuff and they had reached a settlement agreement that would not be revealed to the public. Sus. Yeah. And um, essentially the theories are that the Ferrari had some sort of stuff going on with gas flow and some stuff going on with like, quote, oil injected from the cooling circuit into the combustion chambers. I don't know what that means, but there's there were specifically two directives focused on that. And so people are like, they must have been doing something fishy in that mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. I mean, people kind of got more upset because they felt like um, the FIA's announcement was 
them saying Ferrari cheated, like confirming they cheated, but mm-hmm. there were no specifics like laid out. So people don't know what they did, just that they were fast. Mm-hmm. And then Ferrari's all like, we didn't cheat. We didn't cheat. Sure about that. But also people were like, and there's no punishment? What's their punishment? And I think mm-hmm. the FIA said that Ferrari had agreed to like work with them to develop the fuel systems in the future. Mm-hmm. And so people were like, it's like community service. But I think it's pretty clear mm-hmm. what their punishment was. Because <laughs> 2020 sucked, 2021 sucked. Mm-hmm. And they're still kind of recovering from it. Which makes me think, were Ferrari punished more than Red Bull? Mm-hmm. Um, now, for breaching the cap. And also maybe we'll see Red Bull be um. Like maybe they will have suffer more of a you know handicap. Yeah, it's because of handicap that didn't sound right in the future and, and we're just overreacting right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm under the impression that Ferrari didn't cheat per se and just okay. got a little creative mm-hmm. and maybe we're on that line and the FI were like, ooh, it's close. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna tell people you cheated because you kind of mm-hmm. didn't. But we're also not going to let you do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And we're going to kind of penalize you because I think they probably focused so much on that, whatever it was that was taking them down that road, that they spent less time on development. Mm-hmm. And so when they had to shift, it took them longer. And they also had an engine freeze, I believe. The mm-hmm. FIA froze. They couldn't um, upgrade their engine, maybe because they had spent so much time on the other thing. I don't know but i don't think they outwardly cheated or tried to conceal it i think it was, it was a little more of a creative engineering like, yeah pushing the limit like almost like the das system yeah although i feel like that was less punished than ferrari and it was also made public like everyone yeah. knew what it was so the, yeah. there's conspiracy theories around the fact that it's ferrari and it's ferrari and that that's why the he, they got They're away with it f1's babies yeah and the fi didn't say anything it is weird that it was never like fully revealed what was up yeah i agree um suspicious maybe charles will tell us that in his tell-all yeah look seb wouldn't maybe like an engineer in there somewhere mm-hmm. yeah that would be intriguing it'd be probably like you wouldn't hear about that tell-all very much. No, but we'd find it. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I want straight line speed so bad. It's been so long. <laughs> Maybe next year. Maybe. Maybe. Only for a little bit, though. Whatever. <laughs> Red Bull's so good at developing. <laughs> they have Adrian who can Maybe... see the wind. Yeah, if we gave Adrian Newy chicken wings, he'd get distracted we just constantly what if we sent him edible arrangements all the time would be too busy really expensive eating, nicole be too busy eating them would it be <laughs> worth it <laughs> not for me i'm you not want red bull fan. to win well not just ferrari just give other uh, teams a chance to develop at a normal speed sure All right. Are you done with that one? Yeah. Do you think Ferrari are cheaters? 
I think they pushed the envelope. Yeah, I don't think they outwardly were like, oh, we can cheat. Yeah, but I, I do think, think they were but like, I do oh. think it's, I don't like that it was all hush hush. Yeah, that's weird. But also, it clearly like p- penalized them. Yeah. I just want to know what happened. Yeah. Like, just tell me. I'm like, fine. But, but tell I don't me. care if you cheated. I just want to know. Yeah. Just and I want me. you to. I think it's the fact that it's all stayed hush hush that like makes you lean more towards the side of they cheated. Yeah. You know, I feel like if they just said like, oh, they pushed the limit a little bit. We punish them in this way. I mean, maybe okay. to be fair, maybe they are telling the truth, though, because they've said the yeah. FIA said that they. What directives they violated, I think, mm-hmm. and that they Ferrari were like, we didn't cheat. So mm-hmm. what if that is the truth and people are just tripping? I mean, certainly possible. <laughs> Anything is possible. I don't know. All right. Shall we talk about Pastor Maldonado's win? Yeah. Okay. Who? Pastor Maldonado. What? Race win. Where? Barcelona. When? May 13th, 2012. So... Pastor Maldonado was a Williams driver. He replaced um, Nico Hulkenberg. He brought a lot of Venezuelan oil money through a sponsorship from a company that was state-owned, so government-owned. And so the background here is, like, not a great driver. He's known for crashing. Mm -hmm. Like, that's his reputation. Very similar to Grosjean. I was going to say Latifi. He's, he was better yeah. than Nikir. Uh, I mean, he won GP2. Okay. So, like, he had some cred. Was, um, does Grosjean have money? Sponsorship money? I don't know. French stuff? <laughs> Somewhere? Okay. I don't know. Um, stuff? So, keep in mind the date, April 16th, 2012. This was Sir Frank Williams' 70th birthday. Um, fast forward back to May 2012. Uh, Pastor Maldonado got pole because Hamilton didn't have enough fuel and had to start from the back. Maldonado's teammate had to start 18th. Uh, his teammate was Bruno Senna. Um, so basically he won the race. Um, I think... Alonzo like passed him, but then he had a better, like better laps coming out of his pits um, than Fernando. And so he was able to keep the lead because of pit stuff. Um, So he won the race. And soon after the race, Bruno Senna's side of the garage caught on fire, which is weird. Um, so here are the theories. There's a few. Essentially, one theory is that Bernie Ecclestone, the FIA, and Pirelli set it up as a gift, a 70th birthday gift for Frank. (laughs) So basically there had been like, there was a race, but like there was some sort of something happening or like he wasn't there that weekend. Then the next weekend there was like some political unrest in the country they were in. So they waited until... Barcelona where like things were chiller to give him this gift um so some people think 
because um, like two weeks after his birthday and like two weeks before the win, um, there was a tire test at Mugello. And so some people think that Pirelli gave Williams some inside information about the tires at the tire test, which isn't completely out of the box thinking. It happened kind of in 2013, Pirelli and Mercedes had an illegal tire test. Um, so it's like, maybe. Um, and some think that Pirelli was like tinkering with things in teams to gain more notoriety and be like, oh, we're saving F1 with our tires because there were seven different winners in the first seven races of 2012. And one of them was Pastor Maldonado and Williams. And so some people thought it was like in some way all interconnected in that way. Um, there's another theory that the Williams was underrated underweight and the FIA slash Bernie Ecclestone were fine with it and just let it happen. There's also the theory that um, because the big sponsor that he brought with him was state-owned and Hugo Chavez, who was the president at the time, was going for re-election, he wanted to do something good and F1 and like be like oh look at my company they were able, like they did good things in f1 to try and help him with his re-election which he did win um and so basically the theory is that uh hugo chavez paid pirelli bernie and the fia to let pastor um win the race and because he thought that it would help him with his re-election campaign and the fire was to deflect suspicion and like it would be extra suspicious if like pastors um side of the garage caught on fire to like erase any evidence and so they did it on bruno's side <laughs> it's to erase any evidence yeah yeah so those are the that's like i mean that's that's the theories what do you think which one do you think is most likely why did his teammates start 18th was it pure qualifying speed yeah yeah so how did pastor maldonado Qual like qualify that fast pirelli tires <laughs> got some inside scoop huh that's a little fishy yeah how'd he get up there yeah. if they were gonna like rig it wouldn't it have been easier i guess it's spain but wouldn't it have been easier to do it during the race well you have to make sure especially in a good position because my next my next conspiracy theory there involves some like technology some science fiction-esque technology oh. if they had that then they'd have it now and uh -huh. they can just it's foreshadowing zap some cars <laughs> <laughs> and pastor would have won that way so yeah i don't know which one do you think is more likely that like it was set up as a gift that it was underweight and no. they were okay or the president I don't know why if it was I could see if it was like underweight and it was okay and because of the birthday I guess mm -hmm. that's still kind of stupid to me <laughs> I think the president because like money talks that's mm -hmm. the most likely mm -hmm. was like a big sponsor money mm -hmm. sitch yeah I feel like of the three that seems the most likely but like is it likely in and of itself I don't know no but is it likely that he would have qualified on pole I don't know. I've seen some of 2012, the mm -hmm. season, mm -hmm. but not enough, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So 
What's that one? Maybe it was a conspiracy to just make Spain fun. Maybe. And it maybe they were trying to create a chaos race. Yeah. And Pirelli was like, ooh, we want the chaos race. We're going to tell one team how to do it. And it's like, it didn't. And it, it was kind of a chaos race. The garage caught on fire. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, here's my thinking, though, of like why the president thing might make more sense is like, why would they have chosen Maldonado to be the one that like presents that like is the winner who gives the gift to Frank and not Bruno Senna? Like, why Pastor and not Bruno? Mm-hmm. So then it's like that, like, makes me lean more towards like, oh, maybe it was the president thing, but weird. I don't know. What's he doing he now? Friend? He's not, is he racing? Is he in Formula E? He's around somewhere, but mm-hmm. is it just that he does commentary? I don't know. Let's it's like, see. where's his book? Yeah. Tell us about your win. <laughs> He's 37. He's not that old. It's like um, Paul DeResta's age. <laughs> Paul DeResta was around in 2012. He, oh, interesting. He was a friend to Paul DeResta Chavez. And he was one of the guards of honor at his funeral. Mm. <laughs> Intriguing. Plot thickens. Was he friends with Paul DeResta? I don't know. They were on the grid together, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, I don't imagine know. Paul does he have an Instagram? Maybe his Instagram will tell me more of what he's up to. <laughs> You're like, maybe his Instagram will have Paul the rest on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wonder. Let's see if. Uh, I wanted to see if like they follow each other. Paul the rest they, is not that he doesn't follow Paul. Does Paul follow him? I couldn't see that one. He's only um, he did some sort of giveaway. He did some sort of giveaway for like a racing sim. Uh, he's talking. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what he's up to. He's an entrepreneur. It says. Um, I think Paul DeResta follows all of the grid. Mm. But like, that's it. Trying to see if he doesn't follow like any one driver. Yuki? <laughs> Bad. Oh no. Joe, it could just be the newer guys. Are we checking on Paul? Yeah, fully. <laughs> I don't care about Pastor Maldonado. <laughs> this is taking a turn. He doesn't follow Alex Albon, my kind of guy. <laughs> Does he follow Nick DeVries? Ooh, good call. Probably not. Oh, is, how do you spell Nick? Is it N-Y? N-Y. Yeah, he's not on here. Good. <laughs> also doesn't follow Oscar Piastri. He does or doesn't? He does not. He doesn't follow Lando Norris. He, he might have been following the 2018 grid. Is mm-hmm. Kevin Ma- K-Mag on here? What about Mick? Kevin Magnuson is on here. I think my theory Pastor is Pastor follows he Mick, follows but not Mick. Kevin. Love that for him. <laughs> he follows Cheka. I'm looking at Pastor. <laughs> Everyone's so confused. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> Fun. Really important stuff. <laughs> okay. So Paul DeResta and Pastor Maldonado were arch rivals, apparently. Yes, that's the conclusion of this investigation. 
I mean, they were probably racing each other in the past. Were was Williams mates? No, Paul DeResta was only oh, like before Formula One. I don't know, but Paul DeResta was only ever at Force India mm. for two years, I think, maybe mm-hmm. three. His career was so short. <laughs> you love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> Someone asked me, who's your favorite of one driver ever? Paul Dress. <laughs> oh, that guy who raced for two seasons? Yeah. That Scottish dude that people don't like? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what's your next one? I forget. Uh, Lewis's uh, 2017 championship season. He didn't win, guys. Also, what happened in 20- 2017? <laughs> 2007 2007 also i didn't mention this i took i had to go to a baby shower today and i took my notes on the back of a baby shower game mm-hmm. so i d- i wrote 2007 but i don't know why i said 2017 <laughs> anyway in 2007 it was his rookie season he didn't win the championship it was very close kimmy raikkonen won lewis came lewis in second one point right yeah mm-hmm. i think so sure. Fernando came in third. His teammate. Also, what happened in 2017? Spygate. 2007. Gosh, this happens every episode. I just, my brain doesn't work. Okay, 2007, Spygate. Mm-hmm. To refresh your memory, um, McLaren was found to have taken information from Ferrari to help them in their season and like the head of that somehow seemed to be fernando alonso <laughs> and the other dude I, that i oh, forgot his, his name now i need if i don't get a tell-all book from fernando at some point in my life i'll be so disappointed yeah and that other guy who just joined aston martin but i can't remember his name oh. anyway the guy that was the reserve driver Delarosa. Pedro Delarosa. Yes. He also he was a reserve driver for McLaren at the time. And he was fully in on it with Fernando Alonso <laughs> and whoever the dude, I forgot what his name is. <laughs> um and Lewis supposedly knew nothing about it. But the conspiracy is that the FIA did something to sabotage McLaren or told McLaren to sabotage their drivers to not win the championship that year because of spike eight Mm -hmm. which if that was the case to me why wouldn't they just punish the drivers Mm -hmm. because they didn't they punished the team that year they disqualified them from the constructors championship but Mm -hmm. the drivers were able to continue i feel like there's a lot like i feel like you like to give like a bigger punch to the gut you've got to go for the driver's championship because it's like for sure I mean, constructors championship. It's like it's it's more for the team than like anyone else. No one else cares about it. I feel like last year I cared a lot. This year I could be careless. <laughs> um, I I actually want Ferrari to come in third, mm. so we can get that sweet wind sweet wind tunnel, tunnel time, time, baby. <laughs> um, aren't they like forty points off though? Yeah, like, it's, it's gonna not be kind of hard for that. I think. Well, Ferrari, based off of last week. Yeah. Um, but so essentially, if Lewis had won the race, he had like a lead going into the second, the penultimate race. 
mm-hmm. um, if he had won that race in Singapore, is oh, another S word, Shanghai, not Singapore. If he had won the race in Shanghai, he would have won the title, but he didn't. It was like weird rain to wet wet to dry conditions mm-hmm. and uh also mclaren was just doing like whack strategy calls they would leave him out on the wrong tires for forever and then once the weather would finally shift they'd bring him in mm-hmm. and then leave him out again it was weird they ended up bringing him in they saw they left him out on inters for a while and he came into the pits and ended up getting beached in the gravel because mm-hmm. his grip was so wretched mm-hmm. and that's how that race ended right he didn't finish i think kimmy mm-hmm. ended up winning that race and they went into the last race with lewis having a narrow lead of like four points and fernando mm-hmm. fernando being second kimmy wasn't third um <laughs> um and then for the last race if kimmy won lewis would still have to he could still finish in fifth and win the championship but his race got real weird and this is where the theory comes in that the FIA had sabotaged sabotaged McLaren um and they had a directed energy weapon that could like zap his gearbox <laughs> oh, that's dear. what they did mm-hmm. Lewis struggled struggled with his gearbox and he ended up finishing below fifth Kevin Reckon in one Lewis came in second Fernando Alonso came in third mm-hmm what Thoughts? was it called? Directed energy weapon. That just sounds like, like you said, sci-fi. Yeah. Like it just does not sound real. Mm-hmm. I say, I give it a big stamp of a, no, I do not believe this conspiracy theory. What about you? Oh, no, but I do think it, the the strategy calls were whack. Like I don't yeah. I don't know. I love the directed that. Directed energy one, system though. or whatever. Like that's probably that's a no. Yes, but like sure. maybe there was some sort of tinkering to make sure they didn't win things. Yes, maybe McLaren just like fumbled under pressure. Yeah, as if, if as Ferrari does. Yeah, I was gonna say if in like five or ten years people are like, there's a conspiracy theory that someone was sabotaging Ferrari. Mm-hmm. I take that as a win. <laughs> we'll just- revisit this and. 10 years and be like oh my goodness yeah and it's it's not just for being a huge mess Um, yeah uh, side note I just got a text from my brother and his friend went to Vegas this weekend for the oh yeah launch party and he met Alex Albon what did he like get a picture with him um this is a picture of him from afar that's Alex and that's his friend oh I guess his girlfriend took that. I don't know. But okay. I said gross. <gasps> Why? Because it's Alex. <laughs> I don't like his hair. Like, I don't know. The first dying of his hair when it was red was cute. Because like the whole little like kids dying his hair. Like that was sweet. But then he continued dying it red. I was like, no. Now it's blonde. No. If I ever saw Alex Albon and Lily, I would go up to Lily. And start talking yeah. about golf. Mm-hmm. And then you would ask uh, Alex yeah. to take a picture of you and Lily. Lily. <laughs> While you're in full F1 gear. So he's like, wait, I'm confused. <laughs> that would be awesome. 
that would be really funny actually uh, like you you get paddock you go into the paddock just so you you are fully there you fully know f1 <laughs> in the paddock i just like don't care about take you. this picture of me and lily that's so that would be really bad i haven't watched the lpga she's on the lpga right she was yes i used to go to um what are they called matches tournaments golf <laughs> tournaments i would we would always go to the lpga tournaments because they were cheaper but um yeah i've been to a, a bunch of lpga <laughs> which is the ladies the women's <laughs> golf league in the u.s if anyone was curious because i used to golf and yeah i like watching it which people find weird but <laughs> i wonder side note but because golf is doing the like the new drive to survive for golf Uh but i don't know if you've paid any attention to golf season this year Uh it's been wild because Uh the the live tour the liv tour in the middle east saudi arabian okay so oh my god you have no idea (laughs) saudi arabia started a golf league okay championship tournament thing and they're paying their golfers to come and golf Mm -hmm. and apparently it's like a bracket system it's something different than the normal like you come you have you come and you have thursday friday saturday sunday there's a cut on friday it's a different format Mm -hmm. and um the pga was saying anyone that left the pga to go participate in a live tour tournament would be have their um, tour card revokes revoked so they could no longer come to the pga and play they couldn't uh participate in the major competitions there's four majors Mm -hmm. the masters probably heard of it is Mm -hmm. a major they couldn't do that Mm -hmm. and it was wild back in like i think march certainly summer this was a really really big deal Mm. and like half half the field left oh my gosh and like big names <laughs> and it's why were they so drawn to the because they pay them so oh, okay. in the pga and the european golf tournaments you only get paid in prize money mm-hmm. and sponsorships but mm-hmm. you have to like win or yeah you know you get money for placing high too but mm-hmm. so i'm really really curious to see also a lot of the the golfers that have been confirmed to participate in the drive to survive-esque golf show left so i don't know what's oh. <laughs> what's gonna happen i'm that really excited when does that come out i don't know i hope it's still happening mm-hmm. and that they didn't just call oh, this is too much <laughs> yeah accent yeah but good times all right last conspiracy theory who fernando alonso because he has to be involved in something when it's t- when we're talking about conspiracy theories. What? He was electrocuted by his McLaren. Where? Barcelona testing. When? 2015. So essentially, it's March, doing Barcelona testing as usual. And he's involved in a low-speed incident. It was like, some people said it was like 135 kph. Some people said it was like 150. Either way, it's like, 85 to 95 miles an hour, which to us would be a high speed crash, but for them is relatively low speed. And it wasn't like a ton of G forces. Essentially his car just like veered to the right and crashed. 
and he was airlifted to the hospital and spent three days there um he was unconscious the team initially denied this but then i think they eventually were like yeah he was unconscious um and he missed the australian grand prix and there were rumors that several teams were considering boycotting australian grand prix due to safety concerns and several former f1 drivers felt this whole crash felt fishy to them because essentially they were just like yeah he's in the hospital for three days with a normal concussion um and like the team had said this is what they said about the crash they said our findings indicate that the accident was caused by the unpredictably gusty winds at that part of the circuit at the time we can categorically state that there is no evidence that indicates that fernando's car suffered mechanical failure of any kind so basically they're just saying like he was gone with the wind um, <laughs> okay <laughs> just gone with um yes um and the other drivers had said the same thing that it was windy and like carlos Sainz had a crash in a similar place due to the wind later that day um but it was just like weird that like carlos has this crash and is perfectly fine Alonso has basically the same crash and is unconscious in three days in the hospital airlifted concussion like what happened so there were a few former f1 drivers that were like this seems weird like you wouldn't have that big of an injury for that kind of a hit so some people think that he was either electrocuted or fainted and there was a photographer at the track who said that his head was like either bent down or to the side before he made the impact so it's like Mm. it seemed like he was like not there during the crash um and so fernando claimed that the steering column locked up to the right causing the crash and he had a normal concussion meanwhile mclaren had said there were no indications of a mechanical issue so like and this was his first season back with mclaren since the 2000s so you're like wow we're off to a great start here and we all know it just got even better um so that's kind of what that is and so there's a few theories of like what happened in the hospital one is that he woke up speaking italian thinking (laughs) that he still drove for ferrari that's crazy because he had driven for them the year before and then another um that was oh i think like a french maybe a french place reported that i could be totally wrong about that The second theory um, is something that a Spanish newspaper reported. They said he woke up thinking it was 1995 and he said that he was racing carts and his dream was to be a Formula One driver. And like anytime they asked him about anything after 1995, he did not remember a thing. So very intriguing. And I think to me, like the most intriguing and like the most intriguing and um, confirming thing that like that's possible is the the photographer saying that like mm-hmm. his head was not upright at the time of his crash where did he crash was it a straight or a turn is that turn three okay at catalonia just because i know sometimes drivers put their heads down mm-hmm. in a straight mm-hmm. for arrow reasons but 
Well, but like they made it sound like it was. They said it was like, <laughs> yeah, so electrocuted or fainted. Don't know why he would have fainted, but electrocuted, electrocuted is makes some sense. See, I'm the opposite. I'm like, <laughs> why? How would he get electrocuted? I mean, There's he's all in kinds it. of electronics in there, dude. <laughs> but nobody gets electrocuted. How long has this been happening? I, I know. Um, it's been happening. I don't know. But also, what's intriguing is like there were other drivers and teams that were thinking of boycotting because of safety concerns. So, oh, like maybe he was electrocuted. Yeah. Um, I think maybe another reason he could have had like a health issue, and they were yeah. trying to hide it. Yes, for sure. Totally an option. Um. But I would love to know, like, did he, which, which one happened? Like, did he wake up thinking he still drove for a Ferrari? Did he wake up thinking it was 1995? Did he wake up and just had a normal concussion? Like, I just want to, the story. I want him both. to tell me in a tell-all. I want him to tell me everything in a tell-all. I will, if he, like, does a book tour, I will go. <laughs> I just- want it all. He should just do it now. He doesn't need to retire. It's not like anyone cares. Yeah. Like if anyone cared about his reputation, he wouldn't have a career. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Because this man has a reputation. Uh, his reputation precedes him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my favorite of the conspiracy theories. Because I don't know, it's just interesting. And like, I guess maybe like kind of the scariest of them all so it's like what really happened um so yeah Fernando please tell us in your tell-all book I think the the general consensus of this episode is we need tell-all books yeah remember testing's wild remember at the beginning of the season Mm -hmm. when Alpine's cars like they were just side pods were just exploding Mm mm-hmm yeah this is why testing is <laughs> televised <laughs> because Some of, of it the drivers is. getting electrocuted and side pods exploding Bahrain was wasn't it I think it was to some degree yeah but in the past it has not been televised. yeah Barcelona wasn't it probably shouldn't be let's be real also like yeah. I know at that at the time of testing by the time we get testing we're like so excited for any form of racing mm-hmm. but like they were like give to? me anything but it's also like it's super boring boring <laughs> And, like, you can't take anything from it. Yeah, no. Except for the fact that, remember, like, Haas was fast. And they were no. decent at the beginning of the, they were Oh, they were decent. Testing, the and they were decent at the beginning of the season. So yeah. They put these upgrades on the car, and they turned to crap. Ferrari was great at the beginning. And then their engines just, I don't know, your dad paid them off or something. And they just <laughs> started to die. Conspiracy theory. That should have been one of my conspiracy theories. Oh my god, <laughs> Katie's dad is actually, honestly, he could be in the CIA or something. I mean, I don't. He's a pilot. That's, that's like the biggest. But I've cover, gone on a trip feel. with him before. You're covering for him. I'm not covering. <laughs> yeah, he has something against the Italians, and he. I wouldn't be allowed to know that. And he made the, uh, you can know. Uh Uh-uh. Yes. I don't think so. What do you know about the CIA? I have a friend who had an uncle that was in the CIA and she only, like, she wasn't allowed to know for a long time. But she told you. Well, he's retired now. Well, the CIA told me 
that you can tell your family if you're in the CIA, but you're putting them in danger. So people don't. Did the CIA actually tell you that? Yes, they actually did. There was a part of my life. This is where we learn more about me. (laughs) There was a part of my life where I wanted to be an analyst in the CIA. (laughs) And I, uh, I went to Washington, D.C. on a national security and intelligence like um not field trip it was like a program and when I was a junior in high school and I went to CIA headquarters and the FBI and yeah that would be fun it was fun I had a simulated like chaos room where we had to Mm. there was something about an embassy being bombed and we had to get everyone out and I was the secretary of defense nice and no one died so I think I won yeah we we almost assassinated the president. It was an honest oh. mistake. <laughs> but like, I'm just like, what if I have like a neighbor that's a spy? You know? Yeah, your dad. No. Mm-hmm. I have neighbors I'm suspicious of of being spies. <laughs> For the US or like? I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. they have really good accents. They would. They would have to. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So... <laughs> Are you a spy? Send us an email. <laughs> yes. We've covered spies, <laughs> uh, golf, and give us all the tell-alls. Yeah. Please. I beg. All right. That's it. We'll be back next week talking about the Brazilian Grand Prix, which I'm excited for because I tend to, I feel like Brazil's race is usually fun. Intriguing. Yeah. Oh, it's a sprint race weekend. Oh. <laughs> the collective groan when we remember it's a sprint Cause, race. Because I like Brazil. Well, you know what? The good thing is I don't have work on Friday, so I actually get to watch Quali. Why? Uh, Veterans Day. Oh. that's good i guess okay all right have a good week um email us if you're a spy double waved yellows at gmail.com follow us on instagram twitter twitter instagram twitter and tiktok at double waved pod email me personally if you like golf (laughs) nicole i love golf love bob (laughs) bob Email if, if your name is Bob. <laughs> um, and yeah, give us a review or something. I don't know. If you want yeah. to, doesn't matter. You'll get an edible arrangement. Yeah, if you live we'll in the, if we get a review. If you live in the continental Fresno. <laughs> if, you, if you live in Fresno. <laughs> and it won't be a it won't be a um, an actual edible arrangement. Nicole will just cut up some fruit <laughs> and I'll leave it on your doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly perfect but maybe if that happens maybe then we'll send adrian newey a bowl of cut up fruit from nicole we have to find his address send it to red bull (laughs) that feels like a threat i don't know know, why have you ever wondered like speaking of like cia fbi like when drivers get gifts from fans that are like well really any gift but especially like food ones. They're not supposed to eat it. Worried that they're like poisoned. They're not supposed to eat it. 
Okay, but like I've seen Daniel eat things that a fan handed him. Oh, he's gonna get poisoned. And like they hand you like little books and letters and things like that. I'm like, what if there's like that whatever that powder is, cyanide? I don't know. Anthrax. Anthrax. <laughs> Anthrax has to be enclosed because once it's airborne, it, it's it's not like something that can just be on. So what if it's in an envelope and then oh, like and then they open the envelope? Yeah. 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 I have, I think about this at least like once a month. Mm-hmm. but who's Concerned. trying to kill a driver you know with anthrax can I you just remember who your hands on got, anthrax someone got um arrested once before a race for like being creepy no i think it was like some weird assassination boy. attempt oh i don't know i don't remember the details of it maybe well, that's something we'll do over the break <laughs> look into assassination attempts yeah well there was the whole kidnapping in cuba that's what i'm that's thinking a wild of. that's story. what i'm thinking of <laughs> we'll talk about that one day <laughs> yeah okay okay we've gone on many tangents <laughs> have a good week goodbye bye thanks for listening and stay racy 